Bottom line, if you don't know who you are, then you are going to be easily distracted by all the other aspects of success in the corporate world. You're going to start chasing things like title and money and job and role and empire and the number of headcount you have reporting to you. All these things that don't matter. But there is one thing, one big thing that you can do to stay focused, stay on track, and know who you are. Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Conscious Business. I'm your host, Julie Zuzak, and today we're going to talk about one of the most important aspects of your leadership, knowing your core values. Now, I always say that the best business investment you could ever make is learning who you are. You have to know who you are and what makes you tick in order to truly do what you love and love what you do. And I see evidence of this every day. Gone are the days of command and control managers. I'm not saying that they don't still exist. Yeah, they're still there, unfortunately. And they might be deep embedded in your organization, maybe even hold a really senior role. But they're just kind of stuck there. These aren't the people that are being hired into new roles, that are being promoted into key leadership roles. When I look at big companies, they are promoting people into leadership roles that are servant leaders, that are like you, who have high emotional intelligence, who operate on relationships, empathy, and believe in vulnerability. The secret to lead in this way is to have a strong sense of self-awareness. Let's face it, an obsession for personal development like we do. If you don't know who you are, then you can get really easily distracted by all those other aspects of, air quotes, success in the corporate world. You can start chasing them. And these are things that don't necessarily make you happy, trust me. And it's like kind of a tornado. It'll sweep you up and you'll just start chasing things like title and money and empire and budgets and all these things that you think are going to make you really important and thereby really happy. The end of the day, we're human, right? It's easy for us to get wrapped up into these things. However, I have a solution for you. I have a prevention for you, actually. There's one thing that you can do to stay on track, to stay focused on who you are and what you want. It's simple, it's free, and it will only cost you about 30 minutes of your time. And it's going to be a complete and total game changer. Trust me. I've done this exercise with many clients over the years and it never ceases to amaze me how valuable it really is, how many aha moments we have, how many big realizations they have that really fundamentally change how they approach every single interaction, every decision, and every relationship in their life. So, Here's a look at what you're going to learn today. In the first segment, I'm going to reveal what this epic, amazing exercise is and what makes it so powerful. In the second segment, I'll explain how we use this information to be more happy, how to make more aligned decisions, and also to give really tough feedback. And then in the third segment, I want to speak really to those of you who have done this exercise with me before. I know there's some of you who are listening and going, I know what she's talking about. And you might think, hey, I'm just going to skip through this episode because I've done it before and I don't need to do it again. Wrong. I have a special message 
for you towards the end. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? Okay, it's time to reveal the exercise that I'm talking about and why it is so powerful. And I'm not exaggerating at all when I say that this one simple exercise will make you more happy, more aligned, and help you to make more powerful decisions. And it'll also help you give really tough feedback and deal with conflict. The exercise that I'm talking about is determining your five core values. And yes, it has to be five. I find that three isn't rich enough to cover your work and your personal life. And more than five, well, that ends up being a little bit too many things. So five is that perfect sweet spot that I found over the years. Now, this is one of the exercises that I do with all my clients early on in our executive coaching. The reason? Well, because your core values are a reflection of who you are. And in order to really live as the most optimal version of yourself, you have to know who you are. And to know who you are, you have to know what your values are. So here's a couple common myths about your core values that I want to dispel right now. So I've got three of them. First off, everyone has the same core values. Nope, not true. And here's why. All the time I hear managers say, well, I want to hire a person who has really strong values. Well, that's great, but here's the problem. Everyone has strong values. However, the values that they have might be different than the values that you have. Even a convict has strong values. Their values might be different than your values. So it's not enough to say that someone has strong values and assume that what they believe in is going to be the same as you. What you're looking for is to have the same or to have aligned values. All right? So that's the first myth, that everyone has the same core values. They don't. Myth number two is that you don't have to have the same values as the company that you work for. They should, however, be aligned and they should not conflict because if they conflict, then you're going to probably feel challenged at certain points in your career. So most companies these days have done the work to identify their corporate values, usually anywhere between three and six. Now, sometimes I have leaders say, oh, well, let's just quiz people who we're thinking about hiring to see if they have the same values as we do. Now, I don't recommend this process at all because there are literally thousands of values and the values are open to interpretation to whoever is holding them. And so the odds that you're going to have the exact same values as someone that you want to hire, well, that's like a needle in a haystack, right? However, It is important to talk about values, to make sure that the values your new hire has really complement the values that the company has. Because if they contradict each other, then you might find yourself in a place where, you know, you might feel compromised and that could be really, really frustrating. All right. So that's the second myth. You don't have to have the exact same core values as the company you work for. Unless you're like me and you are your company, then you should have the exact same values because you need to be the same person at home and at work. All right, the third myth that I want to share is that your values are established at birth and they never change. Nope, not true. Unless, that is, you have a fixed mindset and you don't ever want to grow 
or change or develop or enhance who you are. And I know that's not true because if you're here listening to this podcast, then I know that you, my friend, have a growth mindset. You love to learn. You love to change, evolve, and grow. That's why you're here. You love to learn and your priorities are always changing. You go through different phases of your life and this means that, of course, your values are going to change as well. So those are the three common myths that I hear about core values. That everybody has the same core values. Uh Uh-uh, they don't. The second is that you have to have the same core values as your company. Nope, you don't. And the last one is that your values are established at birth and then they never change. It's not DNA, people. These are your core values. They change throughout your life. They ebb and flow. They evolve. Okay, once you're done the exercise to determine your five core values, what do you do next? What do you do with them? Do you put your exercise into a drawer and let it collect dust? No. It's time to socialize your values so that you can tell those people that you are closest to all about them. Ideally, you do this exercise with a friend, a family member, maybe a partner, someone who knows you really well or someone who you want to get to know really well. And when they hear your values, they really see you and they really validate that these values truly represent who you are. So I encourage you to socialize these core values with other people every chance that you get. I have mine on my website, which tells people who I am. I also have them added to my professional bio. So whenever I give a talk or if I'm interviewed for a podcast, my core values are included when they explain who I am. You can add them to your resume. I always suggest this. You can include them in your LinkedIn profile, or you can use them at your next networking event where you have to introduce who you are. This is hands down, I can't emphasize this enough, my biggest pet peeve when you're at an event and you all go around a circle to tell everybody who you are, but we don't tell people who we are. We tell them what we have, right? We talk about things we own, about where we live, about our job title, about accomplishments in life. That's not who you are. That's what you've done and what you own. So next time you're at an event, challenge the group to do authentic introductions where you actually find out who people really are. Talk about your core values and then ask a good coaching question like, what is it that you're most proud of? What is your superpower? Or how were you brave this last year? Okay, so using your core values to explain, to promote, to introduce yourself to others, this is a really great way to use them. Think of them, your core values, kind of like salt. You can really pretty much add it to anything that you want, and it makes it just that little bit better. Discussing values is appropriate for anyone, for any relationship that you're part of. Every client that I've worked with has had a chance to do this, and we keep referring back to those values throughout our coaching. Even if I talk to someone years later, we still have those core values memorized. They can just rhyme them off, one, two, three, four, five. Now, here's a few other additional ways that you can use your values to enhance your life. You can use your values to understand synergy and conflict with others. Let's face it. There's some people at the office that you just love being around. And then there's some people that just drive you nuts. They push your buttons. You might dread having to meet with them. You might even avoid them altogether. Trust me, you're not alone. This is perfectly normal. 
Knowing your values can help you understand why you get along with some people and why you struggle with others. So here's the deal. When you have someone that you get along with easily, you have a synergy with them, it's usually because you have the same core values or very similar or complementary core values, right? This is why it's so easy to flow with them. It's just easy to get along. But for the people that we struggle with, also known as our greatest teachers, these people usually have core values that are different than ours, or they have values that conflict with what ours are. Or sometimes we say in coaching, they do something that steps on your values. An example would be, if you had a core value of respect, and someone at work that person showed up late to meetings all the time, didn't uh, hit your deadlines when you asked for things to be sent to you. That would be them stepping on your core value of respect. They didn't treat you with respect and that's why you find them so frustrating. All right, so that's one way to really understand and use your values is to understand the synergy when you get along with and the conflict when people frustrate you that you have with others. The next way is to leverage your core values with decision-making. Now, I know some of you really struggle with decision-making. When you are struggling, your values can help you get clear on making the right decision. So this is a really common example that I see with clients, especially when they're looking for a new job. They're trying to pick which job offer to pick, A or B, or sometimes A, B, or C. So here's what we do. We look at option A and you say, Okay, if I went with that opportunity, how would that fulfill or align with my values? And then you go through this process with option B and maybe even option C. When you do this, it becomes crystal clear really quickly just what that right and most fulfilling decision is for you. And the reason this gets complicated is sometimes we get in our head, right? We get into a place of comparing, judging, uh, worrying about what people are going to think of us if we take a certain role or we work at a certain company. And all those things are not aspects that you should consider when accepting a job. You need to come back to what is going to make you feel fulfilled. That's the most important thing. So this is another great way to use your values. Use it with decision making. Okay, the last favorite example I'm going to share of how to use your core values is to explain things or disappoint another person. So for example, let's say you had to deliver really bad news, like you had committed to doing something on the weekend and then you had to bail on that social commitment. So this might be a conversation that, you know, you don't want to have. If you're like me, you hate to disappoint people. And so this is often where white lies happen. But I got to tell you, that's always dangerous because they snowball and then you have to have lies to cover up lies. Just tell the truth and use your values. It's really more powerful to say something like, you know what? I'm going to have to cancel on Friday because I have a really core value of balance and I have plans all weekend long. I'm out on Friday. I'm out on Saturday and then Saturday evening. I really need Sunday at home to have some downtime, to really honor that value that I have of balance in my life. And you will be so surprised, trust me, when you give an explanation like this to explain why you have to cancel and give people the context, most people, the good people, the people that you should be hanging out with, will completely understand this. 
And so you can also have this conversation with colleagues. You can explain you have a core value of excellence, which is why you always strive to get that project done just right. And it helps you to really explain this to people, what your motivation is, what your actions are, and especially if they don't have that same value of excellence as you do. Okay, so let's recap these powerful ways that you can use your core values. You're not just going to shove them in the drawer and let them collect dust. First, I want you to use them to explain who you are to others. Maybe at a networking event, maybe on your resume, maybe in your LinkedIn profile. Opportunities are endless. Second, it helps you understand why you have synergy or conflict with others. Third, it helps you to make big decisions, good decisions that help you keep aligned with what is going to make you happy. And lastly, it helps you to have really powerful conversations, maybe even delivering bad news or disappointing news to others. If you can explain why and point people back to your values or use your values as an entry point to start a conversation with someone, this makes it so much easier to have these courageous conversations. Okay, like I said in the intro, there's some of you listening who've done this core value exercise with me before, either as my client in a workshop with me, a corporate workshop, maybe at a team offsite retreat. And you might be thinking, Ugh, I've already done this, Julie. It isn't even relevant. I don't even have to pay attention. Nice try. If you have a growth mindset, this means that your values are constantly changing. And so you should revisit your values at least once a year. I always recommend doing it at the start of a new year when you set your goals for the calendar year. This is a great time to check in and say, okay, this is what my five core values are. Have they changed? Do they need to change? Uh, Has the order or priority changed? The other great trigger in your life is a big life change. This could be something like moving, changing jobs, a change in relationships, or change in your financial situation. These are all big life changes, and they can have a big impact on your core values. So if you're going to go through one of those changes, or if you've been thrust into one of those changes, then it's a perfect time to check in with your core values. Now, the other great time to update your values is when you're in the dip, you know, that deep, dark place where you feel stuck, where you feel like everything in your life that could go wrong is going wrong. We've all been there. And you feel like you're not living the life that you want. You feel like you want to make major changes, but you're just so stuck in that muck that you don't even know how. Well, this is an opportunity to proactively change your core values. Here's what you do. You say, hey, this is how I want my life to be. And this is what I need to prioritize to get there. And so you pick your core values as inspiration to get there. And it helps you to reprioritize and realign everything that you do in your life and what you put your energy into. It's a really powerful process, trust me. So those are two different ways that you can update your values. You can do them reactively. You can reflect on how your life is and see if some of your values have changed. Or, like I just explained, you can do it proactively where you look at your life and you say, wow, I am so off track with where I want to be. Things have to change. 
So for example, you might be really frustrated with your current physical fitness. It's always a popular example people use with me. So if you make room for health or fitness or exercise or nutrition to be one of your core values, then this will help you to prioritize working out or making big changes in your life. This is so powerful, trust me. So I want to share a personal example to really explain what I mean here. So most of you know that in May of last year, my dad passed away and that really caused me to make a lot of significant changes in my life, specifically in my business. And more specifically, it made me wake up and say, work less, live more. That was a huge wake up call for me. You know, it's always a challenge when you do work that you love because you have a tendency to be a workaholic. I am so guilty of that, and I know lots of you are too. So now, a year later, I'm living what feels like a completely different life to me. My business is different. The people I'm working with are different. The people I'm surrounding myself by are different. My priorities have completely shifted. And I recently redid my values exercise. I knew that I had to make significant changes. So I went through from scratch, start to bottom, went through every single step all over again. And guess what? All five of my values changed, which is a really big deal. You know, over the years, I've swapped out one here. I've changed the order of them. But this time, it's a complete rewrite of who I am and what I'm prioritizing in my life. And I love it. I didn't change one or two or three or four. I literally changed all five of my core values. Crazy, huh? Hey, and this is also a really important point to acknowledge that this podcast is ridiculously late, like two weeks late. Like I came back from my Vipassana retreat, I got that episode out, and then, I don't know, I just fell off the rails. I've been really slammed with client work, and I've also been prioritizing my personal life. So this is a perfect example of how shifting your priorities makes things change in your life. So for me, to use a coaching framework, we talk about intended and unintended impact. So the intended impact for me was to focus on my core business, focus on adding a lot of fun into my summer and doing things on the weekend. And the unintended impact of that is that my podcast was late, really late. So I just want to acknowledge that and name that and remind you, a gentle reminder, that I am not perfect. I am far from perfect. And because I'm not perfect, you should also take a second and reflect how you shouldn't be perfect. And you shouldn't set that expectation for yourself either. So thank you for your patience. Thank you for listening. I know this year has been, this last year has been tough. There's been a lot of changes in my life. But for those of you who are still listening from the very beginning, thank you so much. My hand is on my heart and I appreciate you going through this journey. I hope that there's something in here in my journey that inspires you to be a little bit more patient and compassionate and selfish with your life. And I promise you, you will be rewarded with miracles because I got to confess, I certainly am in my life. 
So think about it. As beings, we are constantly changing and evolving. Even the cells in your body are constantly regenerating and being replaced, so much so that every seven years, you have a completely new body with not even one cell that was there seven years before. So if our bodies can physically change out completely, then shouldn't our mindset and our values? It's funny how we get stuck in these patterns, right? These certain ways of doing things just because it's a routine. When we have our core values, it's kind of like reflecting on them and taking a mini retreat to reflect on life and to make big decisions on what should stay and what should go. So if you've done this exercise with me in the past, it's time to do it again. Check in on where you are. Maybe you only swap out one or two of your values. Maybe you don't see anything that needs to be changed, but you want to reprioritize them. And maybe you reflect on how you're doing, and maybe you just give yourself a great old pat on the back and say, hey, I am really living aligned with my values. This will help you to reflect and see any changes that you need to make in your life. Okay, it's time to start wrapping up this episode on your greatest value, which is your core values. So thanks for tuning in today. If you haven't taken time to define your five core values, I really strongly suggest that you do this ASAP. Trust me, it's a game changer. And yes, it will evoke miracles in your life. You know, as well as I do, that the universe always rewards bravery. So your core values, just like your life purpose, are your guiding north star that help you stay on track and on the path towards fulfillment, doing what you love and living authentically. Your values will help you run interference on all the mindless distractions of materialism and consumerism and most importantly that large black gaping hole called social media. Knowing who you are is the first step towards living aligned with who you are, which is truly the most joyous way to live. Don't live by anyone else's rules, anyone else's standards, anyone else's values. Stay true to who you are because, hey, you're pretty freaking awesome. And remember, knowing what your values are is a great reminder of how valuable you really are.